0: is luke walton talks lakers i'm jonathan gilley and joining us as always from our studio in los angeles it's luke coach walton what up coach
1: what's good john
0: uh we're also joined today by longtime friend of the pod alex V. stiviano and her visor ain't walking through that door manessis what up maness what up uh well, on a personal note, it is the first day in nearly or over 30 days that there is not a spare the air alert, so I am no longer sl- uh, living in a, a smoke-choked hellhole. Um, I hope the rest of you have similar air quality. Um, smells nope. like a Weber kettle <laughs> in my
2: backyard right now.
0: All right, well, good luck to both of you. <laughs> um, uh, Since we last talked, uh, the Lakers closed out their series with a 119-96 victory over the Rockets on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And now we await the Clip. Lol. The Nuggets (laughs) (laughs) Western Conference
1: Finals. (laughs) What?
2: Good riddance.
1: Literally no one in the media saw this coming. Like.
0: I saw a th- I saw a thing, I don't know if it was fake or not But it was like
2: ESPN's People picking who they thought would win And the zero
0: people picked the Lakers
2: <laughs> The only person who thought that uh, The Nuggets would win is Nick Wright And that's just because he, he, well, it's Nick Wright Yeah, you never want to
0: be You never want to find out that you and Nick Wright Are on the same side <laughs> of something No I love that well. he just Pretends like he was shaving his head for all those years <laughs> <laughs> he just shows up one day with a full head of hair and is like no no i've just been shaving my head all these years
1: <laughs> well we got more to say about the clippers and the rockets but first i want to thank all our followers uh, invite you to please subscribe to our pod on itunes stitcher spotify google podcast app amazon music audible or wherever you get your pods if you're enjoying the pod please share it with your friends and throw us a comment that's the only way that we're going to grow and check us out on social media at www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com
0: all right, let's jump into a quick round of in or out. Uh, so, look, I said this before we started, but I know we all want to, like, jump in on the Clippers, but mm-hmm. the Rockets have to be handled first. So no, they have not,
1: they have their fair due of slander that we yeah, need to no, dole out. We're
0: not going to let them go. So let, we're going to start off this in or out with uh, a Rockets <laughs> question. Um, in or out, Houston must trade one of Russ or Harden. Out. Both. <laughs>
2: uh i'm out because i don't think it's possible not even mm. the knicks would do that
1: not even Ru- not even harden not you even don't think harden? somebody would
2: trade for Harden. i don't think he wants to go
1: yeah what ab- what that's, about
2: that's like fair. what about like Kawhi for harden i mean that doesn't help anyone <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's but i don't know it seems like the kind of trade the rockets like to do these
2: days <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I think it's more likely that they just dump off uh, Tucker and, and or Rocco and just replace mm. them with cheap pieces and then not actually care about winning because Tillman Fertita is allegedly not as rich as we, we were led to believe.
0: It's, uh, I think, a growing trend in, in our world of celebrities today.
1: All right. Hear me. Hear me out. I have an idea. It's going to require at least a pick or two from the Rockets, but it works in trade machine. It's a crazy idea. Russell Westbrook for Chris Paul. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe the Thunder can get them to s- attach a couple more picks too, so the Thunder <laughs> will have 17 1st first-round picks.
1: Yeah how how many do they? It's it's insane. The we basically have number
0: two to three first-round picks every year until like twenty twenty-seven or something like that. Amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw I I hadn't seen it all just in a text list. It's
2: like oh.
0: Lord. They could they could sponsor like a an ex, like an expansion team with yeah, you're as right. many picks you're as totally they have.
2: Right. So yeah. Oklahoma City has uh let's see. Uh let's see here. They have uh they have in twenty twenty uh den they only have Denvers in twenty twenty. Uh, Because they traded one to Philadelphia, who traded to Orlando. But 2021, they have their own, and Miami's. If Houston is one to four, or two most favorable. Oh my God, this is like a whole paragraph of Oklahoma. (laughs) Yeah, it just goes on forever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's you know, there's a swap in here. I I don't know. 2022, they have three. They have two in uh, 2023. They have 3 potentially 4 in 2024. Oh man, it's it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of dependent on what happened the previous year. <laughs> it's it's got to be lot. confusing It's,
1: it's got to be confusing for their fans cuz they're like, "All right, come on. Come on Rockets, win this game but then <laughs> lose the next one so that you fall the <laughs> lottery odds for this and then we get that next year." Yeah, I remember doing that as a laker fan. Hopefully never again. <laughs>
2: That was my first 20
0: years as a Warrior fan. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, you know who doesn't have to be worrying about picks for a while?
2: Who that? Clipper fans. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, this is too good. uh, You know, we've got (laughs) to hand it to them. This was their best season in franchise history. The farthest they've ever advanced in the playoffs is Game 7 of (laughs) Round (laughs) 2. So you know, it was oh the best God. season in franchise history. Maybe they should
0: put up their uh their Game 7 banner in, in Staples Center. <laughs> right next to their like Pacific Division championship.
1: <laughs> they can put at the bottom we did lose by 30.
2: <laughs> no, that, that's the um, Rockets job to put up those type of banners. <laughs> They're the 2018 XL champions. <laughs>
0: Um. All right, so our next in or out. Uh, by the way, I'm I'm in on that they should trade one of those guys, but I'm also in on that they probably can't because I don't think anyone will take them. Um, in or out, Clippers must trade one of Paul George or Kawhi.
1: I'm out I mean, they need a leader well. on the team. <laughs> they need a leader on the team, but I think that they can find that from, you know, not a superstar.
2: I'm out. What, I mean, Pat Bev? no. <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the The culture's messed up. The culture's messed up. That's like obvious. They need to do something about that. And Paul George and Kawhi are the two worst leaders in terms of superstars. Well, that's a big statement. They're, they're up there. They're they're in the are, top they are. They are of the worst, of worst leaders. <laughs> it's like uh, my, John Wall well, is think, dancing through my
0: head. Well, I think the difference is that I don't think that they are bad leaders. They are just not leaders. Like I think James Trust Harden in, is a bad leader.
2: Yeah, yeah I think okay, that yeah.
0: Kawhi is just not a leader. He's not just a, yeah. nothing in terms of like <laughs> you know.
2: Don't they say that the leader on that team is Lou Will? And when you're the your team leader gets hunted off the floor on defense in fourth yep. quarters, that's maybe not the best solution.
0: Yeah, and yep. I think that their 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 VP is Pat Bev, and so when he fouls out halfway through games because he, right. like, hunts every
1: single <laughs> opposing player. With, like, two points, three assists. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs>
0: He's, like, more personal fouls than, than points or assists. The
1: dude is so funny because he says shit like, yeah, yeah, we'll let our on-court... Do the talking and then like bark and like say all the stuff and then his stats are just ass.
2: I, you know, I'm so you know Russell Westbrook catches a lot of hate, most of it deserved. But when he earlier the season said Pat Bev trick y'all man, like yeah. he's playing defense, he don't guard nobody. It's just run around doing nothing. That is just <laughs> so perfect.
0: <laughs> uh, so um, perfect. I am. <laughs> I'm in that they should try to trade one of these guys, but I'm I I don't think that anyone will do the deal because they're, they're both one year with a player option. So I don't think anyone will give them anything worth trading them for. You may as well run it back and just try and win it next year. I but the crazy thing about that is like I know we'll get to the clippers later, but like this was their window. This, this year really was the window because we like the the Nuggets are probably going to be better next year. The Thunder are probably going to be better next year. The Mavericks are certainly going to be better next year. Mm-hmm. And guess who else is going to be better next year? The freaking Warriors. Yep. We're going to be back. You know, Enough. so maybe the yeah. Rockets fall out or something like that. But like Portland is probably going to be in the mix again, mm-hmm. right? Like the, the Lakers, I think, we, you know, we all think we'll maintain their contender status well, next season.
1: The Lakers are going to have more cap flexibility with the mid-level exception next year so like you know how we were frustrated not being able to get darren collison that's a perfectly reasonable mid-level player to cover the lakers in the offseason so
2: i mean none you know, of it or will or matter matter if, if, none of it will Seth matter Curry, right Steph, like we couldn't have and Seth Curry. Giannis. yeah
1: right that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true hey man if we get bradley beal <laughs> I, I, I think that'd be a good I think that'd be a good matchup Giannis, Clay, Steph, Bradley Beal, AD, LeBron
2: I feel bad for Bradley Beal I, He didn't make the All-NBA team Despite scoring 30-6 and six a game I know. I know But like on a team that didn't matter Like I don't yeah, care exactly. about that at all
0: It's like it, it, his entire season was garbage time Yeah, he played like 65
2: open gym games Yeah
0: mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm not saying I don't think that he's not a good player And that he's not deserving potentially of being, you know, on one one of those all NBA squads. But
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: come on, man, like you can't you you can't play 82 meaningless basketball games a season and and expect to be considered amongst Mm -hmm. the best players.
1: Do you think that these these recent seasons have like flipped the narrative back for players that are like, you know, I'm going to stay with my team or I'm going to try and grow it here, all these kind of things like do you think that do you think that small markets are starting to lose kind of some of what they've gained just as we're seeing in the playoffs where, you know, Chris Paul didn't get his due all year. He's like, looks really good in the playoffs. It sucks that he's on that team or, you know, I, I feel like you're seeing it go down the line and then you have the usual contenders starting to bubble back up like the heat and Boston warriors Lakers, you know, what what do you guys think? Do you think that small markets are going to be less attractive for potential free agents or or people to stay than they have been like I feel like they've been unusually more attractive like Bradley Beal is a good example like why why would he stay or, or or like uh uh Damian Lillard why is he so locked in with Portland like I feel like those those moves hurt players careers and don't give them the opportunity to like really be a legacy player do you think uh, you're gonna I- realize that again <laughs> Cause they used to realize that they used, that used to be like, everybody's like, as soon as my contract's up, I'm getting the hell out of the small town.
0: I mean, I, my question is like, maybe no one is inviting them to play on their super team.
1: Oh, they don't, they don't. And you know what I mean? So,
0: so, so maybe, maybe Dame would love to, to play in the Bay or would love to play in LA or or wherever, but like, he's just not getting that text from Draymond. (laughs)
1: Yeah, we good,
0: right? And so he he instead is like, yeah, I like that. Like no, no, I want to stay here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right. Moving on to our next inner out. Uh, guys, inner out. Doc Rivers is a good basketball coach.
1: I got to pull some stats. You get you you take that one first step,
2: Alex. In. But barely, like just like him. He's <laughs> <laughs> he he's a good coach, but he's not. He's like at the bottom of the good coach list. You know what I realize is I think that that um,
0: he like he is so much that uh, I'm gonna get the year wrong. Oh, eight mm-hmm. Celtics team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's right in that he got his one ring mm-hmm. and he acts like he has a freaking three, like, or he doesn't act this way, but we all act like he won a three peat. in the same mm-hmm. way that that Celtics team talks the most trash of any team that's ever yeah. won just a single championship. Yep. Or you would think that, that yeah. Paul Pierce won five championships in a row, the way that, the way that he acts, you know, I, I think we've kind of assigned that same aura or <coughs> luster to doc from that one year. And you know, I think uh, smart people have said, you know, Tom Thibodeau was actually a pretty important piece of that coaching staff that year, Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of like their their defense, which was a huge part of that
1: team. Totally, and it was it was fairly revolutionary at the time the way that they were playing defense.
0: So yeah, I think maybe his, I think he's not a bad coach, but definitely overrated.
1: Let me ask you this: Do you think that Having a ring, so there's six six coaches and active coaches that have a ring. Do you think that having a ring 12 years ago really matters that much? Like, yeah, you've been there, you've gone to the mountaintop, whatever. But do you, like, that no, style yeah, and no.
0: Different. And the ultimate proof point for this is, and mm. by the way, it's his 75th birthday, so happy birthday, Phil Jackson. Mm. Right, like that dude has more rings than he has fingers, but mm. he, like, he he proved that he. Unfortunately, can't coach in today's NBA anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, uh, and I think that's kind of my response to that is like, no, it, it doesn't really matter to have won a title
2: twelve years ago. Yep, but it makes me, you, me you uh, insulated from getting fired because I mean, Spo has been with right. the Heat for like twelve years. Carlisle like is with different. Me. Spo, Spo is a Spo is a good coach. Like Spo yes. makes that
0: team more but, than what they should be on a regular basis.
2: But I think every coach who has a championship is like had a long tenure, right? Because yes, uh, yeah. yes, Pop has been there forever. I mean, yes, these are all good coaches. But Carlisle has had a lot of down years and stayed. I mean, Doc has mm-hmm. had long tenures now. Who else am I missing?
0: Did Ty Lue get fired? Nick Nurse
2: in Cleveland. Oh, Nick Nurse. Uh, th- that was like a mutual. Like, let's not do this thing. Okay. Okay. I think. Yeah, Nick. I mean, Nick Nurse just resigned, so that kind of.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Tyloo. I try and suppress memories Ooh, of twenty sixteen. Is there somebody? Eight. Oh, I guess Steve Kerr. Oh yeah, yeah. and he's gonna have a <laughs> yep. a long that's tenure. So.
0: Yeah. Um. Is that it? Is there anybody else? Or. I
1: I think I, so we named them all. I think that that feels like six. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's. that's um, but it's it's interesting because yeah that tenure that that tail is probably abnormally long than what it should be just based on results like if spo really fell off i feel like he'd still have like a five-year window to try and turn it around you know mm-hmm. I, I think that's what what we're trying to say here let me let me run you through some of uh doc river's stats here 2003 round one blows a 3-1 lead to the pistons 2009 round two blows a 3-2 lead to the magic Two thousand ten NBA finals was a three two lead to the Lakers. Hell yeah. That would not have happened.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if not for Kendrick Perkins. I stand by that. <laughs> well there there's like yeah. a
0: great clip of Phil Jackson pulling the team together and saying, like this team loses games in, in the fourth quarter.
1: They've showed us they'll do it all year and they're gonna do it again. <laughs> yeah. And they did it again. It, regardless. I think the Lakers earned that handily. Uh, 2012 Eastern Conference Finals uh, blows a three-two lead to the Heat. 2015 Round Two blows a three-one lead to the Rockets. Still hilarious. That was that was my <laughs> my girlfriend at the time. Now my fiance. She met my parents that day, and we watched that game and rooted against the Clippers. Is this the
2: 2015 <laughs> game? Is that what you said? <laughs>
1: yeah, 2015 game.
2: Yeah. Uh, do you know I who in led a bar that in comeback? That night. This is so Wait, perfect. Would what, you? Everyone on the Rockets was a a positive uh, who played more than five minutes um, except James Harden, who was minus 21 in the game that they came back. (laughs) They made that comeback with Corey Brewer and Josh Smith and Harden on the bench. Yeah, that was the Josh.
0: Yeah, Josh Smith just blew up. I remember I was in a I was in a bar in Brooklyn and we went somewhere. We're like, oh, yeah, you know, the game will be on like whatever and like we figured that no one would really be paying attention and, and like the literally the entire bar was just like focused in entirely <laughs> yes. on this game. I'll, I'll never, I'll never. And it, you know, no one there really cared
1: about either team, but no, it was just a good game. That was amazing. It was, it, it was, it's just fun watching a team. collapse, laugh. <laughs> implode, yeah, Especially when it's so hyped as like the Clippers were that year and the Clippers were this year. It's just watching it. This this morbid fascination of like, Oh God, they hate each other. They actually hate each other. They don't yeah. want to pass the ball. He doesn't, like, like uh, Marcus Morris was scared to take a three-pointer. In that a is game Marcus seven. Morris
2: Sr. to you, sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you think, think it's that he's that we, pissed yeah. at
0: his brother for not having a, a kid and naming it Markeef? Right, because they do everything the same. So do you think Marcus is like...
1: Except play basketball.
0: Bro, you've got to have a son and name him Markeef so that you can be Morris Sr. also.
1: Which one's the good one now? Markeef. Marquief's the good one for sure.
0: It wasn't Markeith, always that Markeith. way. No, it wasn't.
1: No. No, no, <laughs> no. Well, it's it's changed because Marquief is like I think he's a really good role player and then I think that Marcus Morris thinks that he's like starter, you know, give me mm. the ball type and I think that just that <laughs> mentality difference plus, you know, who they're around was enough to make Markeith the better player. Like by far.
0: Yeah, I think it's been a very much like a system thing for them in the bubble, and yeah. also Marcus tri- is just set
1: up to thrive with us. And Marcus tried to hurt uh, Doncic. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's true. Person.
2: That <laughs> Awful. He tried to get. Uh, um, wasn't that him who fouled Murray at the end of the game really hard too? Probably. There was a really hard foul at the end of the game.
0: I don't know. I I I, I didn't I didn't see that. Um. All right. So moving to the Lakers now. Just a couple mm-hmm. quick ones. Um. In or out on Vogel going back to the traditional starting five, uh, which means with McGee uh, instead of Markieff. Um, out. 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 Alex. I, I, out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think that we'll end up playing many minutes with that lineup.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but there's like kind of an arrogance thing about it that I don't mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's like kind of like a, no, no, we're just going to go back to, to how we've won all these games all season long mm-hmm. and, and we'll change if we need to. But yeah, I mean, I'd really rather not drop another game one, um, which seems to be our, our, our trend this, this playoffs. Yeah.
1: I think that the big guys will have plenty of burn uh, on the bench. like, Against uh, Plumlee, is your backup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plumlee.
0: I don't know um, which yeah. Plumlee, but one of the Plumleys. One of the Plumleys. <laughs> I
2: think it's Mason. Uh, uh, I think so too, but I'm not positive. <laughs> I think it's Mason.
1: Yeah, like I, I like Dwight Howard or Javale on him. So give them their minutes there. I think against Jokic, just match AD against him. Just go one on one. Like the, I thought that one of the worst things in going back to Doc Rivers is a good coach. It, what? Okay, you don't. First of all, you don't have anybody that's Jokic's size or skill. Granted, but you're just going to throw a double at him with short people? You're just going to have Kawhi guard him one-on-one? I don't know, it just why why would you throw a double at a guy that wants to pass? We see that with LeBron all the time, but LeBron is I in my opinion better than Jokic. Not in and uh, Bill Simmons' opinion. <laughs> Bill Simmons thinks that Jokic <laughs> is far better than LeBron. And if he could pick one active NBA player to have on his playoff team in crunch time it would be Jokic
2: can we just Listen, stop taking him seriously a... as a like commentator <laughs>
0: yeah he has this weird running test where he's like nah I watched him run I like the way he ran he had a good gait and then he'll crown someone for life because he liked the way they ran
2: <laughs> the, the, he likes the cut of his jib <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah totally. he literally. I mean, it, you know, it, it kind of sounds like a guy like evaluating horses before a horse race or something. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: I can't quite you know, like, put my finger on why he likes Jokic so much. Yeah, well, I think Recent there's one. Season. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a, uh
0: a, a glaring white reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um yeah. Okay, so. Uh well I I think Luke on your point with with Doc the crazy thing was that putting Kawhi on him was the adjustment.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: And right, and, totally. and and he did it really late, which I think is is bonkers. But <sighs> like with with LeBron like so what what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to not double him? Because if you mm-hmm. don't Totally. You probably don't have a defender that he can't just run through.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So you I, have to I'm just say is, like, I yeah. hope that
0: Alex Caruso is going to not shoot well tonight.
1: Yeah, right. And that that's understandable with with the um, with the Nuggets. I feel like just try a one on one Jokic, try and get him to make a bad decision or eat up too much the clock the dude's super slow and i feel like that's what you can use to his to your advantage is that he's like so deliberate and slow in his decision decision making so just like slow the game down every time they're on their half court and then speed the game up on yours you'll get more shots it's like that alone can win you the game i think i I don't know It was just weird that doc like when you're when you're up 3-1 that's plenty of opportunity to try new shit you know like open up the game, game, game plan a little bit and like, okay, what would happen if we tried, you know, trapping a little bit more? What would happen if we, you know, pick them up full court? What would happen if we ball denial all the way? I don't know. It's just, I feel like the Lakers aren't going to make that mistake. Vogel has proven that I think through the playoffs so far. I don't know.
2: I can't stress how bad of an idea it is to go JaVale McGee, you go guard Jokic.
1: I know exactly. (laughs) And that's why we're out on that traditional starting five.
2: Sorry, that's uh
1: it's Kobe. My
0: dog Kobe going crazy in the background. <laughs> he agrees uh that it's silly for us to have McGee go guard yep. Jokic.
1: Yep. Um, AD's the guy. AD's the guy. Just Yeah, just well and we've it. seen let's AD shut him up. down. Yeah, exactly. Just play it straight up. A D, you guard Jokic. Everybody else guard your man. Try and intercept the pass. On the yeah. other end, let's try and pass better than with him than Jokic with LeBron. It's just like, on offense, counter Jokic with LeBron. On defense, counter Jokic with AD. Just see what happens. I feel yeah. pretty good about that.
0: So with, with this in mind, here's our last in or out. Uh, the Lakers should want to be playing the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals and not the Nuggets.
1: Dude, after what we saw, yeah. Out. <laughs> out it would wide. fun to see them collapse like that. But yeah, let's
2: <laughs> Uh, I just think the the strengths of the Clippers were more built to counteract the strengths of the Lakers than than the Mm -hmm. Nuggets strengths are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think
0: in terms of like actual basketball, I'm I'm out on this. I would I think I'd rather be playing the Nuggets, I think, from just like a narrative standpoint. You know, everyone wanted Lakers Clippers Western Conference Finals, and it would have been very sweet to defeat them in the Western Conference Finals, but. Yeah, I I do think the team's chances are better against the Nuggets.
1: So, but also from a narrative perspective, this is fucking hilarious. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) a hundred percent. Like no, no no one can at the end of the day be like, "Oh, if the Clippers only play the Lakers." (laughs) Well, about that. Um, No, it's 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 so much better this way. Yep, Uh, Jamal Murray's going to give us hell, though I think. I think he's okay himself. so
2: let's so let's let's
0: let's let's hold hold on before we get to the nuggets let's let's hold on yeah. the nuggets because i don't want us to get past the rockets so mm-hmm. i just want to put this out there one last time and then it's going going gone any any parting thoughts on the rockets on the way the series ended uh on on that team moving forward yeah
1: yeah i do everybody is shit talking russ uh and completely neglecting the fact that the Lakers play good defense. I I mean, I think that that's so unfair for, and Harden as well, to to just be like, oh, they just played terribly. It's like, did you see what they were dealing with? Like, they were, they were playing really good creative defense on this team, and that's part of the reason why they didn't play well, arguably the primary reason. If you just gave them a porous defense, I think Russ would have been dropping 40, you know? So... That, totally. That's one of my parting thoughts is just, I, I don't know. The media frustrates me where it's like it's all on the offensive player's shoulders. There's no credit where credit is due.
0: Yeah, I mean, P.J. Tucker shot fewer threes in the final four games combined than he did in game one.
1: I didn't know that. That's good. It's
0: spot. not just because he like decided not to shoot those shots. Right. It's because exactly. they weren't there for him anymore. Yep. And that's the only shot he shoots.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am thrilled that the Rockets did this to themselves. They traded away Chris Paul because he didn't get along with James Harden for a worse player who's more expensive with a longer contract <laughs> because cause James Harden wanted it and this is what he gets. And like now and not, let's not forget, Tillman Fertitta probably wanted that too. And... Uh, you know, I will be so sad to see when he has to sell the team in three years. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my favorite thing
0: after the game was Harden said, we're a piece away. And all I could think about is like, who, who, who is the missing puzzle piece? To They're this, totally this like sport? capped out. But even if Dude. they weren't, imagine that they had like unlimited money. Who is the player that suddenly makes this team make sense? Uh yeah, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. I agree. No, but, but with with Harden and Russ?
2: Yeah, because Steph can play off ball. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I'd say I, <laughs> Okay, fine. Russ would be your center. Yes, Harden exactly. Shooting guard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> why don't we why don't we just uh bring Ray Allen out of retirement and uh Yeah Okay yeah, <laughs> And you guys can sign Kyle Corver too
2: <laughs> Not you guys. The Rockets can sign Cal Corber too. That yeah. Bill Simmons loves him. Honestly, the solution to this is James Harden needs to start taking some mid-range jumpers.
1: I agree. That that's a big deal for the playoffs. It makes dad heads.
2: the 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 <laughs> value of that is that good players can make that shot and may, and may force you to guard the entire court. But James Harden is a good enough player to take it, and you draw a lot of fouls in the mid-range, and he just refuses to do it. And you know it would it would help their team a lot. It would make it so you don't have to guard that part of the court. But I'd be very interested to know. I have no idea. This is
0: just going to be totally anecdotal. But I'd be really interested to know um, how Harden compares to other like uh, high free throw volume players mm-hmm. in terms of his and ones mm-hmm. because so many of his quote unquote shots like we've talked about are not really Mm -hmm. shots. Like he actually has zero intention of ever throwing the ball towards the basket. It's like this weird sideways (laughs) swoop motion. Right. So my, my guess, my guess is that he probably gets fewer and ones, which kind of um, (laughs) like kind of reduces the efficiency of that style of play. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the, the best version of that is you actually hit the shot and get the free throw. Mm-hmm. you know and, and so it is interesting that he's my guess is that he's probably missing out on that piece of it because to alex's point he won't he just won't actually shoot those mid-range
1: twos well that that part of my frustration too with the like purely analytics view of basketball is you kind of miss out on all of the intangibles and you miss out on the things like after harden passes does he care anymore
2: no not at no, all no Or well, so and Russ like, just stand like- there it's
1: a huge hole in his game, I think. <laughs> like I agree. Midridge, yes. But also pass the ball and then Also cut it try. Hurt. I mean it's it's ridiculous because he's a he's a big dude, he's a strong dude. Like he could post people up. He could do these things that we've seen like you know totally. other elite shooting guards do, but he just refuses. And uh it's it's a it's a regular season gimmick type of game. That's all so, it well, is. so
0: how so how about this? So Mike D'Antoni is not returning. Right.
1: Yeah. Dude. So the dude was ready to to walk off the court halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Five. Yeah.
0: So uh, he's not returning. I don't think that they are going to find a coach. Maybe I'm wrong, but I mm-hmm. don't think they're going to find a coach who is more encouraging of Harden's style of play than D'Antoni was. I agree. I agree. So could it actually be a good thing for Harden? Yes. That D'Antoni Almost is leaving definitely. because he might actually get a coach who says like, you can't sorry this you got to change
1: or harden demands a trade i think the second is more likely if the coach Mm -hmm. tries to like pull on the leash so to speak mm -mm, i don't think he's gonna like it especially given the way that he just one last thought for me (laughs) just one more little hate hate spiral um he uh his post game interview was so ridiculously self-centered and cocky yeah that it's like dude you just lost He's like, you know, I, I got better. Like, I did everything oh, I needed I to do. Like, and I'm just going to keep working and keep growing, and keep getting better. And like, it's, you know, it just comes down to me just, you know, playing more and having guys around me that can like step up. <laughs> and just- hopefully
0: by the end of my career, I'm, I'm the best person and best basketball player. Yeah. It was such like millennial guru bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally.
0: You know, and it was, yeah, 100%. So. Alex, you look like you've been feverishly clicking away trying to find some statistics. Is, is there anything you want to add to this or, or, or are you just distracted?
2: I was just I looked up the and one stats. James Harden is third, which you'd think he'd be first, but Giannis and Luca are one two. Uh Montrez Harrell is fourth in and one. Well,
0: I actually just explained why I don't think he would be first, so mm-hmm. I feel uh somewhat vindicated, well, but also the, just not the- listened to. <laughs>
2: Uh, that's. I, I meant like I'd expect him to be first because he just I, isn't he first in free throws, or was Giannis? First yeah, but that in was my throws. that
0: was my point though, is that like I don't think that he actually makes enough of his real shots because uh, they're not oh. real shots, they're fake shots. Yeah. Um. All right. Any any final thoughts on the Rockets before we move on to the Clippers? No nah, man, Good let the team die. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So. Man, here we are. We're talking about the Clippers because they have once again failed to reach the Western Conference Finals. Uh, this will not be uh, a title year for them. And, and Alex, this one's for you. Uh, Mike, Sus- Mike Sussman is crying in his bedroom somewhere still, and, and I love that image. Um, what do you guys, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but like, what's, what, what's top of mind
1: for you here? They hate each other. The team hates each other. Yeah, it's awesome. And they well, it's and it's more awesome because of all of the friggin' marketing slogans that they threw out. The streetlights over spotlights. What is it? Uh, get earned over given. Earned not given. Yeah, yeah. just uh, just these. I gotta look them all up. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to me.
2: <laughs> Their star um, player wears New Balances. <laughs> <laughs> Jolly Rancher New Balances. <laughs> 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 um
0: okay so i guess i i have a couple thoughts uh for for one it, this is not the first time that we've seen a doc rivers coach team hate one another right i i, I do think that there's something to that in that like the previous version of the clippers also kind of hated each other uh that like the celtics kind of famously hate ray allen i'm not going to blame doc for that necessarily but uh, I think the point is, is like, I don't think that he is a great unifier of men. Uh, is that fair? There, just, there might be something to that. Um, My other thought is, uh, I think, you know, Alex tweeted this and many people have tweeted some version of this, which is that like, don't ever come at us with this Kawhi is better than LeBron nonsense ever again. And, and I think some of this might not even be totally his fault like we've all forgotten that he just missed an entire season because of a degenerative leg injury that that he'll never not have. Like he will mm-hmm. always have an issue with that, uh, with his quad. Right. So like, and I think we saw that a lot of players are saying that they like the bubble because they don't have to travel. Right. So mm-hmm. older players, veteran teams have, have actually been talking to the commissioner and talking to the league saying, Hey man, it'd be kind of nice if we could, Kind of adopt some of this in in the the season, once we go back to normal, where we have less travel, because it's it's way better for our bodies, right? And mm-hmm. the product on the court has been a lot better. I think that Kawhi is maybe the one guy who doesn't agree with that, because he's having to to run out there every other day, right? And I think that that's more frequent than than he is used to, especially given his his typical load management practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I I just think, man, like. Maybe the Clippers are actually going to be kind of lucky that they only have these guys on two-year deals because they're not going to want them after next season.
2: But then they
1: have nothing.
2: (laughs) They have nothing. Um, I mean, that's fair. I, yeah, I mean, you, you referenced it. I don't, Kawhi is just not on that level of, like, best player in the game. He's a great player. He's, you know... First team all NBA is when he gets there is deserved, but like he is not that best player in the game group. And then Paul George, <laughs> let us not forget about Paul George, mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. off uh, way off P, way off P. Um, you know, for years, the player that I've kind of compared him to in my mind is Jimmy Butler. They both entered the league yeah. at the same time, they were both kind of took a year or two to develop. Um, they are both on Eastern Conference contenders that couldn't get past LeBron. And I always was of the opinion that Jimmy Butler was the better player. And everyone else seemed to be on uh, Paul George is the better player. And look who's vindicated now. <laughs> Just you got
0: like, this one right, Alex. It doesn't quite make up for your Texans take a couple no, years ago. But. <laughs> no,
2: I've been wrong about a lot of things. But, you know, you've got to account for some guy, I mean... You can't really quantify this but like Jimmy Butler wants it more and Paul George clearly does not. I, my 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 counterpoint to this is Ball maybe game. Jimmy
0: Butler is just more caffeinated. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's good. Yeah, he's up at 3:30 a.m. in the gym. Well, and he's like, really really running a coffee
2: shop out of his hotel yeah, room. Exactly. That guy is a psycho. And you know what's <laughs> funny? If you look at um the worst jump shooters in the league this season, number 1 was Russ and the third worst was Jimmy Butler. And I think that what it is is Jimmy Butler knows he's not a good shooter and therefore mm-hmm. doesn't shoot. Like he tries to get to the rim or he tries to create Paul George like He's just out there bricking shots. Russell Westbrook, he's just going full speed to the basket and throwing garbage up. Like, mm-hmm. it, there's something to be said for knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are. Yes. S- so absolutely. I actually think uh, I see a lot of
0: Paul George's game in a certain young Celtic,
1: Jason Ooh. Tatum. Ooh. Ooh, that is some good slander right there. That's so, what I'm here for.
0: I I I personally, and I know Alex agrees with me, think think that Jalen Brown is the better of the two between between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum.
2: I, I, I know think I'm it's wrong, a, but I'm willing to die on that hill. That I, I I kind of think
0: that we might see some some. Uh, I'm not saying that that that, that Tatum is going to have like the playoff P like curse in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. I do think it's a. I see a similar style that they both want to be these like flashy long bombers mm-hmm. right and and i mean I don't know every time tatum shoots the ball it it, it looks like there's like some balloons attached to it and it's just like <laughs> floating up into the stratosphere before it comes back like he just he wants to be that so bad i think in the same way that paul george wants to be that player yeah. so badly so that's my that's my hot celtics take for the day um Can I, can I hit you guys with a, with a, with a Balmer Clippers unifying theory? Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people saying like, Hey, this is a, like, this is a culture thing. It's just a Clippers thing. Right. Like there's just something about that team that can't get it done. And, you know, interestingly, I think a lot of folks thought that when Balmer bought the team, that that was going to change, right. That, That now that Donald Sterling is out and all that, like this team can finally start to build a real culture and, and really develop something. Right. And then they, they hired Doc, you know, they already had Doc, but they finally relieved Doc of his GM duties. Right. Mm -hmm. And they give it to Jerry West. But I think we all need to stop and remember a little bit about Balmer. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I want to use one particular business deal uh, as an example, um, which is there was a, there was a company called DoubleClick. Um, it was an advertising platform, and there was a big bidding war for it. And Microsoft and Google were going head-to-head to buy DoubleClick, and Google won. Google bought it. And that is now the foundation of, of Google's advertising business, right? Uh, Microsoft lost that and instead purchased kind of the runner-up, which was where uh, – which, which and Balmer did this deal uh, – was a company called Atlas, Right. Which was Mm kind of just like a thrown together double click copy because they knew that double click was going to get bought for a ton of money and then someone else would 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 come along and buy them. So Bomber does this huge deal. He buys Atlas, rebrands it, pitches it as this huge thing, makes a ton of hype out of it. It, Basically, ten years later, they sold Atlas for like pennies on the dollar Mm. for what they bought it for, Mm -hmm. right? And there's a reason that that you don't think about Microsoft as a as like a online advertising giant mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, they sold it to facebook who then actually has since sold it off for even less wow. like th- this is balmer this is who yeah. he is balmer is like a hype man and a deal maker he's not an operator he's not an executor mm-hmm. right and and i think that that was one of the problems with microsoft right was yeah. that like when he was there was was right. all he did was hype right and the reason that he's so fabulously wealthy today is actually because of Satya, Microsoft's current CEO. Yes. yes. And Balmer is the largest shareholder. And so Satya's good work has ballooned Balmer's like net worth tremendously. Right. Yes. right. We are giving way too much credit to Balmer uh as as a as a wealthy billionaire and successful businessman yes. when I don't actually think that the record bears that out. And I actually think that what's happening with the Clippers is exactly what we've seen with him time and time again throughout his entire career, which is like he shows up, he drops a bunch of money, he does something splashy, and then he fails to execute.
1: Damn, a takedown top to bottom. All the way from the owner to the coach, the bench players. I'm here for this.
0: The only only thing on that team worth salvaging is Jerry West. And I kind of hope that Jerry West gets out because I, I just like feel bad that he's mired in all this rockets.
2: Are you saying that the the rich in this country often become quote unquote, very successful in spite of themselves just because of others around them? Certainly for some. Yeah,
0: <laughs> not for all, but, but certainly for some, I, I think that he fashions himself, um, like a, a a you know a tech mogul in the same way that, that maybe Mark Cuban fashions himself a tech mobile. But there is a very crucial difference between the two of those people.
1: Yes. Right, like and what, Mark one Cuban might created even, a
0: business and sold it.
1: One might even call it driven over given. <laughs> what else might you call it, Luke? It, uh, streetlights over spotlights. <laughs> we over me, even. Uh, one might say squad over self. One might go so far as to say our way. <laughs> oh, man. But
0: uh, I mean, yeah. I, that's so that anyways, this is my grand unifying Clippers theory. This is why I think nothing yep. has changed with the Clippers Was because it was a it was a match made in heaven. It was an underperforming, cursed franchise purchased by like maybe the second biggest hype man in the U.S. who doesn't actually back it up.
1: Just to cap that off, because I think that that's that's the perfect. Like end piece of um, analysis. Let's just hit it just with one final fact: Clippers' seven straight losses with a chance to clinch the conference finals <laughs> berth is the longest streak in NBA history. The yes. NFL, MLB, or NHL team to lose more consecutive games with a chance to go to the round before championship series is the Oakland A's who lost nine straight.
2: Oh God! They are Damn.
1: historically.
2: Awful. Record books. Well,
0: Alex, what do they
2: say at the end of the game? What did they say at the end of the game? One, two, three. Oh, one, two, three, Cancun. Yeah, that team was so checked out. <laughs> um, all right, so just
0: quickly, let's turn to the team that, that the Lakers will actually be facing in the Western Conference Finals, the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. These teams have played each other four times this season uh the one lakers three. were 3 and 1 uh which is a little a little ominous
1: <laughs> a little a little ominous yeah that's that's um, fair i didn't think about that
0: <laughs> and i will say uh that that one of these victories was an overtime victory yeah it was um, a good game. and the final the final victory was in august was the kuzma bubble buzzer beater mhm so um at, you know at least at least 3 of these games were down to the wire yeah um so I guess with that in mind, like, what do you what do you guys think about this series? Maybe what has you worried? What has you optimistic?
2: I don't f- from Alex first. I don't think that the Lakers, if they get up three one, will blow the lead like the previous two teams. I think LeBron will I agree with that. <laughs> Score forty in game five, and they they win. Uh, realistically, I think this is probably a six game series, and the Lakers. Are, are probably win. I think it probably they get up three one, or the, it's two two, and then they win the last two games. Mm-hmm.
1: I can see that. I I actually think that um the the first two series that the Lakers have played have prepared us really well for this. Um, I so it, obviously it's a different team, different defense, but I think that um what we learned from defensive trapping and then hedging back against the Rockets is going to be very useful against their perimeter shooting. Mm. Um, and I think that uh, controlling and and riding like the hip, but not fouling like we did with Damian Lillard, I think is going to be very useful against Jamal Murray. And I think that um, that smaller lineup is going to pay dividends. The My only worry is how quickly it takes us to implement all those things that we've learned. But my hope is because we just came off of two series where we learned those lessons really well, and I think that I think it's we absorbed a little bit of the Rockets by playing the Rockets. It's exactly yeah. what this team needed all all year. And all we need to do is just, you know, pull some of that into this series. If we can play defense like we did against the Rockets and then be able to capture some of that mojo that we did with swing swing, open shot from the corner, you know, guys that aren't usually considered three point shooters getting open shots and, and hitting them. I mean, I our best two against their best two, we win. All we got to do is just yeah. even it out from from the rest of the perspective and they're not that deep in my opinion. I don't I, I, people have been saying that the Nuggets beat us 3 through 8 and I horribly disagree.
0: Yeah, I I also think like to uh Michael Porter Jr.'s point, they don't really rely that much on 3 through 8. So Yeah. Like Maybe it's, it's a two-man
1: that... game. It totally yeah. is. It's just the other guys just have to hit their open shots. But we just need to prevent open shots, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, to, and...
0: to, to me, it, it, it comes down to this. If if we can, like, win one quarter defensively a game, mm-hmm. I think we'll win that game.
1: I don't think their defense is that good, and that's what makes this Clippers loss that much more embarrassing.
0: That's exactly, my, yeah, that's exactly my point, is that, like, they're not going to defend us. I think we're going to be able to score pretty easily on them. hmm so I think all we have to do is basically get enough of an advantage one time in the game, and mm-hmm. and that that'll kind of be it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we I, that's what I, this team has done pretty consistently is like exactly just blown out one quarter, and then that's they've ridden that for the rest of the game.
1: Do you guys think that there's any chance that we see zero points scored from AD and LeBron in a fourth quarter of a an elimination game?
2: Zero. No. <laughs> any chance? No. No, because they would at least get to the free throw line. Exactly.
1: There's no there's no way.
2: How do you feel so, about uh LeBron being guarded How do you feel about LeBron being guarded by either a 34-year-old Paul Millsap or uh <laughs> Michael Porter or Jeremy Grant or Tory Craig? I, th- I feel like you should feel pretty good about those matchups. Yes, I feel very good there. about that.
1: That's that's <laughs> enough said, right? Yeah. Yeah. I also, I mean AD against Jokic, I don't, like, like yes, Jokic is great. I I don't want to slander the man, but I don't think that, that Jokic is an AD stopper.
0: No, and, and Jokic is great. This is kind of your argument from the last pod, Luke, which is that, like, the season stats kind of go out the window because you're not playing against an, the average team. Exactly. You're playing yeah. against this specific team who has a player in Anthony Davis who is extremely well-positioned. To, again, not make Jokic suck, but make him not play like an all-NBA player, right? Like, he will bring him mm-hmm. from star
1: to very good. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. And then play like a star yourself, and you win the series. It's like, it's very simple, especially with a team like this, where there's really two guys. Just Jamal Murray can't score more than 35, and Jokic can't have 20 rebounds and 10 assists. Yeah, That's I mean, a big I... thing, too. We need to talk about rebounds. Like, that that was a horrible rebounding game by the Clippers. And that is all hustle and positioning. And I mean, some of it is personnel and some of it is like the way that you plan, but like the way that the Lakers adjusted over the rocket series to just dominate the boards, we need to, to bring that into this and it's going to be harder because they have better rebounders, but not, I mean, it's the nuggets. I (laughs) I don't know. I feel bad saying that. And I feel like that could come back to bite me, but I mean, come on guys. Lakers are going to win this. Come on. Yeah. Uh, do play, you know what happened the team? last
0: time the Nuggets were in the Western Conference Finals?
1: We beat them. Wasn't that Get the J.R. Smith, uh, the Mello? Yeah. 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 But that, was, that was a fun, weird team. Yeah.
0: That was a that fun, was the, weird team. Well, that I was, wasn't playing playing that them. the now team that owned? the owner, pay, like, paid them to stop getting tattoos? <laughs> Did that happen?
1: That's funny. Yeah, because uh, they, a, they, they owner also of the they had
0: Birdman. Yeah, they Burman, yeah. The Burman, they else? they had um, I who else did they have? I think they had, did they have AK forty seven on
2: that team? No, it was yeah. uh, who else? They had Kmart, they had
0: Kmart, Kmart. Yeah, that's who it was. I remember the lip, the lip tattoo on the neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the that owner, the owner, like there was a rumor that the owner had offered a like a bonus if players did not get any more tattoos.
1: Amazing. It was a fun team. I, I remember, uh, like the post up game of Melo being really good uh, that series, trying to post up Kobe. They were going head to head. It was fun. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the I think I, I,
0: I think that that series went to seven, and I think Kobe had like forty in game seven or something, if I'm remembering correctly.
1: I mean, I, I also like okay, so they they played very well in the bubble, and I have to give them that. But I think that they're missing out on not having home court advantage at a Mile High. You know, I, I think that's a big deal, and. Um, losing that and I think that so I was I listened to a really cool um, interview with Vogel and he said that because of kind of the slow start in the other two series they've adjusted their practice schedule so it's every other day just like a game mm-hmm. and every other day they have a live contact practice and the other day they they basically just kind of walk through and watch film and stuff and so it's like they're they're this whole time they're, they've they been trying to find that rhythm and now they're in yeah. the rhythm of like every other day we play a game. That's cool. Yeah. Do you think
0: I, I sometimes I, I wonder about this because like we heard that the Clippers were gassed at the end of Game Seven, right? We heard that there were guys who were yeah. asking to be taken out after like two or three minutes. What the hell, um, man! What the hell? Yeah, I mean, it's, what's wrong with? They didn't want. Yeah, uh, but so my my question though is like, look, the Nuggets are a, a pretty young team, yeah. So I would imagine that energy and conditioning, especially with with the shape the Jokic is in, is is not a concern. But mm-hmm. they have just come off of two long draining series right like it's got to take a lot of energy just emotionally to like get up for for these late series late series games yeah i mean is there a chance that like they're just kind of gassed
1: i think that the whole thing is is psychological just like we were talking about in game right before game two of the uh portland um after the game one loss i was saying that we have to come out there and you you gas a team when they feel like they were broken or it's like it's time to go home. They're the better team. Yeah. We need to like show that to the Nuggets quickly, because if we give them any wind under their sails, you know, sails, they're they're like the the Cinderella right now, and that's that's a dangerous position to play. Like remember um, the Mavs with Dirk Nowitzki. Like he just he just caught the right jet stream and boom, yeah. they're NBA champions. So um, I think that team's way better than the Nuggets. I think that. It's different, but, um, but at the same time, it's a it's a dangerous place to be, and I think that the only way to sap that energy and tap into the fact that they just came back 3-1 twice is to hit them hard enough that they start to feel the pain of those last series. I, I think they're running on so much adrenaline right now that if you come out and you beat them back-to-back by 20, you might see a Game 3 where they just fall apart.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, any final thoughts on the Nuggets? No, it, mm. all right.
1: I I think that this this series still will be will be difficult. I'm going to say Lakers and six too. Yeah,
0: I, I say Lakers and six as well.
1: Um, all right. So with okay, that you know in mind, screwing. Lakers and five. If everybody's on Lakers and six, Lakers and five. <laughs> nice. There you go. Uh, all right. So with that in
0: mind, game one is this Friday at six p.m. and then same same old same olds every other day. So Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, uh, and then we'll see after that. Um, please note that the Sunday game is a four thirty p.m. start. Um, the rest, all the rest are 6 PM, uh, West coast, Pacific time.
1: Very good. All right. Well, looking forward to that. And, um, thanks for joining us, Alex. Really appreciate you jumping on.
2: Thanks for having me on to talk bad about the rockets and clippers. My favorite subject. (laughs) I
1: know. I know you love it. (laughs) Uh, I want to thank all of our followers for tuning in and invite you to please subscribe to our pod if you haven't already on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Pods, or wherever you get your podcasts. And check us out on social media at www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com. Good stuff, guys. Uh, Mamba
0: on three, Mamba on three. One, two, three. Mamba. Mamba.
1: <laughs> Let's get it. See yes. you